This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Really Riley. Appreciate you coming back. Um, my apologies if I sound like death warmed up today because that's just about how I feel. I'm nursing a really nasty cold and um, there's also been a lot of ish going on lately. So if you follow me at all, you know that there's been some major upheaval in life. And I just want to start this podcast if you're in a crappy mood today i don't want to make your mood worse but like we always say we like to keep it real on really riley and this one to me feels like a little bit of a debbie downer so if you'll forgive me i almost just feel like i need to vent just a tad and i appreciate you for listening but last week my fiance underwent surgery for avascular necrosis if you haven't heard the podcast that we did before together talking about it a vascular necrosis caused his hip bone to die. So he went to Duke University in North Carolina. We drove down there and um, he had a bone taken out of his lower leg and put into his bone graphing. Excuse me. I don't know the medical terms into his hip. Some crazy shit, y'all. And I truly thought that the hardest part of this was going to be uh, leaving my fiance in the hospital for him to go under anesthesia and then have surgery. I was wrong. And by that, I mean, it was really hard watching the love of my life. You know, I have to walk away from him as he's in a hospital bed and get hooked up to a bunch of IVs. And then the surgery was like five hours or whatever it was. And then we spent, you know, Thursday through Sunday in the hospital. I legit thought that was going to be the hardest part. But for me, it wasn't. Now, again, I always like to preface stuff with I don't like to be a baby. I don't like to feel sorry for myself, but I'm human and I am crumbling a little bit. So let me back up. Basically, I have now started my journey as Marshall's caretaker. And I will say this. I will do this job now. I would do this job in a year. I would do this job in six lifetimes from now. However, it's just a different journey to be somebody's caretaker. And I guess in ways of caretakers, I have it easy, one would say, because good God, I'm not looking after a small child that's sick. I'm not looking after someone that could be possibly dying of cancer. So I understand there is always an upside of things. So before you jump on me on that, I get it. I might be speaking to someone right now that has it 30,000 times more difficult than I do. But I always like to acknowledge people's journeys, including my own, for what they are. You know, my mom always used to tell me when I was little, if there was something wrong, she would always bring up examples of, oh, this person has it harder than you, or that person is going through this. And I'm like, mom, I love you, but shut up. That sounds harsh. But I used to always think, like, I can't necessarily 
relate to what that person is going through because I've never walked in that footsteps. So I apologize to you right now if you're going through something way harder than my situation and this hurts you to hear. Um, but this whole thing of caregiving to someone is definitely a switch in life because Marshall is the type of person that is the most self-sufficient person I've ever seen in my life. Like OCD to the point of like, you know, never once it doesn't ever make me clean up anything because he's always got it. He's like the Tasmanian devil of cleaning and he likes to, he's a go-getter. He works out constantly. He takes care of himself. He takes care of me and my son. And now this pillar of strength, this beautiful man of mine is in a bed literally cannot move more than three or four steps to the bathroom with a walker. And that's going to be for the next six weeks. And therein after that, he'll be able to put maybe a toe's worth of weight on his leg every other week for the next six months. So basically from here to the next six months, He's largely, if not all, going to be dependent on me. And again, I would do this six ways to Sunday, but if I was to say that it's not a very mind-numbing thing at times, I would be absolutely lying to you. You know, a lot of people have reached out and asked about Marshall, which I think is so amazing, and it uplifts his spirits and uplifts mine, and I am so grateful for that. But I also wanted to say that I'm grateful for the people that have reached out and asked, how are you doing? Because when I first started this, a lot of my friends were like, if you need anything, call me, I'll be there. And I was like, nah, I got this. It's fine. I was a single mom. I understand this part of it. I can do it. I don't care. And now I still say that, but I think I think of it a little bit differently. I understand why people say it's important to take care of you. I've always said that about self-care, like go get your nails done, go get your hair did, work out, do some yoga. But I never really understood it until now because I feel as though you, it is very much like when, you know, your child's an infant or whatever. If you don't take care of you, you can't be a good mom for them. Now, I'm not Marshall's mother. That's my baby. That's my love. That's my future husband. But in this way, if I can't be well for him holy shit, we're screwed (laughs) because, you know, I have to be everything for everyone right now. And that's a big role to fill. And I'm happy to do it. But I guess I'm just trying to uplift myself. And again, like I said, get it off my chest. And what better of a way to do it than here? Because I mean, honestly, like on the Kane show in the mornings, I don't necessarily want to talk about melancholy stuff in that way, because early as F in the morning. You want to uplift people and make them laugh and everything. But this is the space where I get real. I get to the nitty gritty of things. And I I guess in the grand scheme of life, if this is the hardest thing that Marshall and I ever have to go through as a couple, we're coming out on top. But that doesn't mean it isn't difficult. Like I said, everybody's struggle and everybody's story is their own and everybody feels their own pitfalls differently. And I hate to call it a pitfall because when this whole journey first started, I was thinking, oh, this is going to make us stronger. And I still believe that. But there are moments where I'm like, holy fuck, like how, how are we here? 
Like how in the last six months did it seem like life kind of just like steamrolled over us? Because within the last six months, we had a miscarriage. There's been a lot of family drama happening that we've had to go through that we haven't really opened up about too much. Now Marshall has this surgery happening and it's 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 been a journey. And I'm picking my words wisely, too, because, you know, what you think about what is what you bring about. I absolutely believe that. I've told you guys all the time about, you know, my uh, reading The Secret and how it changed my life, which I need to go back and make that shit my Bible again because I feel myself slipping away from that headspace. So I'm trying to be careful about the way I word these things and call it a journey and not an absolute shit circus like what I want to call it. You know, it's it's really only been a full day into my, quote, journey as Marshall's caretaker. And I think yesterday for he and I, it hit both of us in different ways. Like I came home and let me back up. So the day starts now. This is what we've mapped out. He is downstairs in like this little office place with a bedroom, but it's downstairs like my condo. You walk in, there's that little office bedroom, then you go upstairs and there's the um, living room area, the kitchen, the dining room. That's usually where the center of our house is right now. That's where we hang out. That's where Lyric plays. That's where we watch TV. That's usually where the center of life is. And then you go upstairs and then there's the bedrooms. Stairs. You hear that? There's three different sets of stairs. So obviously he can't go up and down them. He will eventually, but probably not for like six weeks. So, uh... Marshall sleeps downstairs because he's also has to have all of his medications near him in the bed and he has his walker to get up to go to the bathroom. So we decided I was just going to sleep upstairs and try to get as much rest as I can because we haven't either one of us been sleeping that much lately and that Lyric obviously sleeps upstairs. So every morning I make him a cooler with, you know, foods and snacks. And then I try to get home from the station as quickly as possible after work because I have to go to work. And, you know, Lyric will go and say good, goodbye to him before he goes to school. And, you know, the nanny will make sure that he has everything he needs. So we've figured out that system. Yesterday was the first full day of doing this system. And everything was okay. You know, I brought him his breakfast in the morning. I gave him a kiss. We, you know, we were fine. And then for some reason yesterday when I got home and he was still sitting there in that bed right where I had left him, like things started to click and things started to hit me. And then we just got through the day. We both took a nap together, which was great. We had some much needed rest. Like I actually canceled my workout, which is not like Riley, but I needed it. I think I just needed to go home and settle in and realize what was going to be life for the next couple of months. And after the nap, like I got up, I went to go take, get Lyric from school. And the minute Lyric came in, he was all about Marshall. I want Marshall. I want Marshy, 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 which is what he calls him. He wanted to hang out with him. He wanted to bring his iPad in there. He wants to eat with Marshall. He always wants to be around Marshall. And that part's great. I think the part that got difficult for me is when the day started winding down and there was still so much to do. I wanted to cook dinner, which is actually my Zen thing. I don't mind that. But then I needed to give Lyric a bath. I need to get him dinner, get his lunch, get prep for the show the next day done and then it was, okay, I need to get Marshall his food. I somewhere in there would like to take five minutes for a bath. Blah, 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 blah. Got all that shit done. At the end of the day, I broke down. 
for two reasons. One, because Marshall had a little bit of a mini breakdown for the first time, almost in the time that I've known him. And I'm not going to really go into it because that's his personal biz as much as I keep it real. But I will just say that it was hard for me to watch him feel and experience that. And then internally, I'm also feeling exhausted and frustrated and angry too. Not at him, but at like everything. And my mom always used to give me this one piece of advice that I always stuck by. That's like, y'all both can't be crazy at the same time. Like in a marriage or a relationship, you have to like lean ebbs and flows. Like one person has to lean on the other. And at this point, we were both breaking down. And I was like, oh my God, like how? How are we going to make it through this? How is this going to work? Like it was at a point of absolute uh, just breathlessness and just ick in the relationship. I don't want y'all to worry because Marshall and I are not giving up on each other and we're not giving up on this situation. And it's like, yeah, you know, Riley, what are you crying about? You're one day in, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's been through years and years of this. But I think that first day, God willing, will have been the hardest because it was the one of the most realization. And granted, I know people are like, it's six weeks, he'll be moving around, it'll be fine. I guess I just can't see right now over the hump. I'm usually really good at that. I'm usually the one that's like, you got this, you got... I mean, my my like signature tat, like hashtag is, we got this. And I think for the first time in the longest time, as a couple, individually, as people, it was almost like we didn't have this. That's really fucking hard to admit. But I feel like that's okay too. I saw a meme on Twitter the other day, and I'm sure it's been everywhere that it's it's okay not to be okay. I've never given myself that minute. I don't allow myself that minute. I'm not like, no, I can't not be okay. That's not allowed. I have a little boy. Now I have Marshall. I have a career. I have I have all this this stuff that I need to be strong for. But I think it's okay to... I did that breath on purpose, by the way. I think it's okay to do that and give yourself just a minute, two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people have said, oh, go, you know, you need to go back and work out some more. You need to like read a book. You need to whatever. I'm like, I think I just needed to cry. And the tears have been flowing a lot. And that is okay, too. That is real, that's raw, that's human. I think as caregivers, we don't want to give ourselves that because we don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to make our loved ones feel terrible. We don't want to crumble because legit, I always say, I do not have time for the nervous breakdown that I deserve. And we'll get through this. I know that we will. I think I am just making note of this moment and taking a breath And realizing that I am allowed to be human too. Even if I'm the one that didn't go under the knife. And I'm not. Like I can't imagine what Marshall's head is doing to him right now. Because he's stuck in a bed for the next six weeks. That part of the journey is probably way harder than anything I'm going through right now. And I am aware. But like I said before. I'm a human too. And I'm allowed to acknowledge my half of this journey. And thank goodness he's a good patient too. He's a, he's a, what is that they say? The, the, people on Instagram, when I was uh, li- Instagram living stuff from the hospital, they're like, oh, don't call him stubborn. He's strong willed. I'm like, he is stubborn. He doesn't want to take his medication because he doesn't like the idea of taking pain meds, which I totally get. He wants to get up and do everything himself. Like the, like he wants to start cleaning. I'm like, honey, you're in a bed. You, 
no. There's those cleansing breaths again. This podcast may have sounded like a little bit of a rumble jumble to you and just the rantings of a crazy Riley, and perhaps it is. But if you listen to this, if you were a caretaker, are a caretaker, are the patient, are going to be the patient, or in just some way, shape, or form related to this, and it helped you, or even if you are just the person right now that has given me the ear to vent to, thank you. <sighs> Another cleansing breath. So enough of the the wet way, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Really Riley. And if you guys have any tips or tricks about being a caregiver, or again, if you have any books like motivational stuff that Marshall can read, or if you've got a series that you've watched that you've loved, please pass it along in the DMs. And also, we want to adorn Marshall's wheelchair and his crutches and his walker with stickers everywhere so we can make them colorful and a little bit less hospitally. Send those along, too. You can hit me up in the DMs. I always, even now, try to answer everybody that hits me up. It's at Riley Couture. Uh, that's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. I love you guys to the moon and back for listening to the rantings of a crazy person right now. <laughs> really does mean a lot. I'll talk to you all next week. It's really Riley. <laughs>